0: Yeah. This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on
1: ESPN 92.5.
0: Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bow and Josh Jordan. Money on my mind. That's
2: the sound of that, right? It's money to your pocket. And I'm going to hope to fill it like this. Let's start with a teaser. I think that a 10-point teaser makes sense in this form and fashion. I think you could bring the Chiefs down from 11, and this is going to be a 10.3 way. They call it a sweetheart teaser. We're going to go down the Chiefs from 11 to 1, so basically just win. I think the Bears, at minus 8.5, you can basically get them at plus 1.5. So, again, Bears just win. And then for that third spot, I think that the Ravens house the Giants. So you're telling me that all I have to do is the Ravens just win, the Bears just win, and the Chiefs just win. That sounds like a win of a max bet. I'm dropping a max bomb on just that. Another max bomb that I'm dropping, Eagles, Cowboys. I think that the Eagles have a lot more to play for here because if they win the next two games, they can get in, right? And then, yeah, they're waiting a few other results. They need the Washington football team to lose, which I think they will today. But I think that the Eagles today, team total, I believe that they score somewhere around 27 to 30 points. I think that you can go ahead and hit team total over. I think they win by more than three points. I do think that the Cowboys can score a little bit to try to keep up. I like over. 50 points combined. And another one, I just said that I think that the Washington football team loses today, and I think that's what happens with Haskins. You don't have their best receiver in gibson comes back with a a toe injury i don't know how close to 100 he is and i think that carolina in this spot is just things add up perfectly for them i think they busted open here and another one that i uh, talked about earlier now the steelers have gone back two plus one people are waking up right now a little bit hungover Uh, you know it's an hour before kickoff and they look at the screen and then they're mad about yesterday and they said man what am i gonna bet on they're gonna say big ben i remember what he looked at Philip Rivers? Are you kidding me? Yeah, I'm betting the Colts. That's what's happening right now. This line goes to show you it's just going everywhere. They don't know. And if you don't know that much and you're going to go ahead and tell me that the line has moved four points from the look ahead a week and a half ago, I'm going to go ahead and take the Steelers. That's all I got.
3: All right, guys. It is time to get flexy. Let's get some of these kind of low-end, mid-range plays, quarterback plays and flex plays. So I'll start with quarterback here. And, Jared, we talked about this before the show, baby. I like Hurts this week. He's going to hurt them. He's been on fire. I think he's going to hurt Trey's Cowboys. I, I, I believe it. I think it's coming. They are a different team with him at quarterback. So I say keep rolling with him. I also like Miles Sanders in that same game. I think he gets going as well. But sticking with quarterbacks, Mitchell Trubisky, man, you, the matchup doesn't get much better. He's been playing out of his mind. How about an Allen Robinson revenge game? You think Trubisky might target him a couple times, get him a couple touchdowns, a little payback on those Jags? And we don't think the Jags have much to play for anyway. So I think get all your bears going in this game. They're going to come through for you, especially the ones you lean on every week. Let's run to running backs here. We spoke about revenge games. How about Melvin Gordon this week taking on his former team? Phillip Lindsay's out. I think he's going to get a lot of playing time, so get him in your lineup. He's going to score. I talked about Miles Sanders earlier. Look, if you're still in the playoffs and you drafted Miles Sanders with your first or second-round pick, congratulations. It might be time he finally pays you back for drafting him early (laughs) in the Super Bowl. Better late than never, right, guys? All right, David Johnson, you're Houston Texans, baby. If there's ever a week to trust David Johnson, it's against these Bengals. They are not good. They're at home. I think Jerry's on to something. This might be the last game where we see all the Texans starters really playing the whole game. Because, you know, next week's going to be meaningless. So, I think Deshaun Watson's going to put up some points today. I think David Johnson's going to be part of that. And then on the other side of the football, Gio Bernard. We know what the Texans do against running backs, especially pass-catching ones. You know, James White from the Patriots always kills them with those, you know, those little pass-catching plays out of the backfield, the wheel routes. I think Gio Bernard could do something similar today. And at receiver... Trail like this one. I like CeeDee Lamb this week. I think he's going to be the guy that doesn't get the best cornerback, so he can exploit that and put up some points. How about DJ Moore? I know a lot of people have been afraid of of this matchup, and I understand, but DJ Moore has been just gangbusters since he's been back, so I think you can start him with confidence today. And I don't know if it's going to be T. Higgins or if it's going to be A.J. Green, but I think one of those guys goes off today, and I think A.J. Green's the player that less people are going to be on. And the Texans really struggle against receivers with a lot of stature and size. So, A.J. Green, he may not run quite the same, but he's still big. I think he could come through today. We talked about this earlier, guys. If you're desperate, Austin Hooper might be a guy. The Browns are down a bunch of their wide receivers. Maybe Austin Hooper's the guy that comes through and gets those points. You know, Baker's at least comfortable with him. And then finally, I like Dallas Goddard this week. I know Zach Ertz is back, but Goddard's still getting a lot of the targets. Dallas isn't particularly poor against tight ends, but they haven't played a lot of good ones either. So I think Dallas Goddard, get him in your lineup this week. That's what I got for you.
2: We're getting flexing. Now, with Hertz. are you pairing him with anyone If in the DFS world? Would you run a, a Hertz Sanders, and then maybe Ertz or Goddard?
3: Yeah, I think I'm... I think I would go with Goddard is is maybe that stacked play alka, there. alka That's Hertz to Hertz. Yes, Hertz to Ertz. <laughs> Hertz. alka sir. Hertz, don't it? Yeah, I'm telling you, man. I, You know, the Cowboys,
1: they're not they're not
3: so good. Trey will tell you that.
1: Yeah, they've given up. Yeah, it, it
3: feels that way, and the Eagles have something to play for, and they're reinvigorated, right? They have a new quarterback. They can actually move the ball. They were a disaster before this, so I, I like the
2: Eagles here. Let's talk about that game then because right. I, I'm going to be using stacks within that game for a lot of my money today. Where do we start? Hurts. We have Jermaine every saying Hurts has the second most fantasy football points and first two starts among active quarterbacks. We know that they finally have an identity somewhat of what they want to do. They didn't seem to know what they want to do or what they could do with wins. Now they know. Now the team seems to be playing, uh, I, see, I guess, motivated. Now they have more options. Can they continue that? Can, let's say, the Eagles score, like I gave the pick out, somewhere around 27, 30 points today? I think they
3: can. And the other part of it is they're getting guys back healthy, right? Alshon Jeffrey doesn't look great, but he's at least playing again. They're getting Deshaun Jackson back, so you at least have a, a deep threat on Who? the field. I know, right? But if, at least if he's lined up out there, safeties can't cheat up. They have to worry about him getting behind him. I could just see his it, yeah. it, it just running down the field against on the, the top. Cowboys. I could just see you know, that. like that's such a Deshaun Jackson thing. Against Dallas, he knows everybody will be watching. I just i. I think the Eagles are starting to put it together at the right time.
2: We're catching some flack. Total Dallas says, come on, ESPN, keep hope alive. Ed Bluestar says, you guys are killing me with this Eagles love. I know. Look, it hurts me, too. I'm not an
3: Eagles fan at all, but the offense is different now. Let's look on the other side of the football, though. What do we think uh, was Zeke today? Tony Pollard looked incredible last week. Yeah, he
1: looked awesome. Hey,
3: Trey, I told this to Jerry before the show, and, and Jerry thought the same thing. Do you feel like Zeke saw what a great game Pollard had? It was like, I'm going to make sure yeah. I play this week. He's like,
1: I better I better suit up because Tony Pollard might be coming. Yes. He's on his heels now. I'll tell you who should
2: be on their heels is, I guess, middle, middle linebacker group or the linebacking core of the Cowboys because they got no Leighton Vanderish. So now yeah. what happens? Now you're going to put in Sean Lee. It hurts me to even say that. <laughs> Sean Lee got hurt just hearing you he say just, that. Yeah, <laughs> he, he just sat down right now like, damn, my back hurts. Like, I don't even know what to say. I think that there's going to be points. Again, if you're giving me a running qu- quarterback, uh, Miles Sanders is hitting on all cylinders today, I believe. I think that there's points here. Goddard, they're running two tight end sets. Now a lot of people are going to be going to Goddard, maybe on smaller payout with larger fields, maybe risk a little bit on Ertz. But I love Goddard here. I like I, I in the two hundred and fifty dollars lineup. I have Ertz, Sanders, Goddard, and then I brought it back with on one Gallup, and then I did those three, and then I brought back one Cooper.
3: Yeah, I, I, th- I think you know Slay being back, he's probably on. Cooper this week, so I think you know it, it's a good week to to pick the other Cowboys receivers that aren't a Slay's been
2: bad though, Slay. Yeah, Slay's given up one hundred and sixteen point eight passer rating, seventy five percent of the catches. He's been real bad. He's this really
1: year. underperformed for what they gave up for him. And too. That's
2: that's the thing about it. So it's like, but then it's like, what Cooper do you get? You know, but again, this is the spot for him. And then the only reason I like to stack this game is because the elements as well. It just seems like everything. Leads up to points. Here, I'll score. You chase me back. Let's just get out of here. I think that's the way it's going to be. Defense will be minimal. No, I, I agree with you. The total's at
3: 48-and-a-half, so, I mean, there will be some points in this
2: game. 48-and-a-half? Wow, okay, yeah, over. I like it all the way to 50. Um, we know that the the secondary's still missing, uh, what is it, Vontae Maddox? Um, they're missing the free safety. Uh, there's points. I, for this to get there, like, I'm painting – Eagles 27. Let's call this game
3: 2723. No, I, I like that's about how I see this one playing out. And get your Eagles going. They've been killing you all year, but they're finally putting it together. Capitalize on that.
2: Fly Eagles fly, and then the Cowboys fans are pissed right now. They are they are <laughs> pissed right now. I'm sorry, guys. We're gonna get off this Eagles talk. Let's get you know we're we're going to break just for you Cowboys fans. This break is dedicated to you. Moneyline ESPN 975. Hey.
0: You're listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5.
1: And on ESPN 92.5.
0: Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bow and Josh Jordan. Welcome back.
2: 713-780-3776. 45 minutes to kick off. Let's get right into these games, man, because we got a lot to get to before we get out of here. We do.
3: Let's do it. Carolina at Washington. Not exactly the... The game, everybody's sitting down to, to gather to watch this week. But I think there are some interesting things going on here with the Panthers. DJ Moore is a guy that I'm getting in my lineup this week. You talked about receiver being kind of tricky for daily this week. A lot of better running back options. I think DJ Moore is a receiver that a lot of people won't be on. And Washington's been you know, pretty tough against wide receivers throughout the year. But I think DJ
2: Moore gets going this week. Over his last four starts, he's averaged 103.8 yards. He's a vertical guy, man. I I think that he can. This, how many more possessions do they get because of the limited ability of Washington to move the ball? Does that mean extra possessions? I believe it does. I think that man, that's a great play if you want to get off of the Ridleys in the Hills, and you want to hit one of the guys in that second tier and then use something else because a lot of people are going to use, like I said, they're either going to go Hill-Ridley and stack that game as wide receiver or they're going to go the other route and get the real expensive running backs and then get cheap wide receivers.
3: Is there anybody on Washington you're interested in? A lot of injuries they're dealing with on the offensive side of the ball.
2: Another guy that could go uh, under-owned is Gibson because a lot of – People are going to remember on national TV, he left after one play. Who's going to want to roster him again? And then you look at the other option, you're thinking, well, why would he want to? Why would I take him if I can have Miles Sanders around the price? I can have Melvin Gordon. Yeah, I'll go with them. So in the DFS world, Gibson can easily, because if you're missing Terry McLaurin, who else is your best? If you look at that offense, who's the best offensive player? It's Gibson. Yeah, it is.
3: It's tough, though, right? I mean, Washington, you can't have a lot of confidence in them scoring a ton of points here.
2: No, maybe uh, – how about Cam Sims? I, I don't know. How about him? You know
3: <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, How about him? You know, that's that, that's all I got for you with him. You know, Robbie Anderson we've seen on the other side of the ball. Since DJ Moore's come back from COVID, DJ's kind of been the, the number one guy in the offense. So, that, that's why I lean to DJ Moore a little bit here. What about as far as just this game? Panthers are – they're favored by a point. Do you think they, they win this one? I kind of like the Panthers yeah. here.
2: Yeah, just, I don't trust Haskins. And if that's the case, go ahead. And if you believe there, and if you believe the Eagles win, go ahead and bet the Eagles to for the for the division because Eagles are about plus 600, 650, depends where you get it at. If the Eagles win, Washington football team loses. The Eagles are favored by three and a half points next week. They should win, and you can get plus 600. On a two-way parlay, you get two and a half to one. You're doubling your money on uh, as basically doing it mechanically.
3: I like it. And with Washington, their their quarterback pulled a James Harden. Let, let me go to some strip clubs during COVID and get caught doing it. When I'm in a quarterback battle anyway with Alex Smith. Like, what is this guy thinking? You got to wonder if, you know, we heard rumors about him with, you know, maybe he cared more about his stats than if they won the game or not. So, you can't be real happy with Haskins if you're a Washington fan here. All right, let's move on. Lamar Jackson's one of the guys I really like this week. He's playing the Giants, and that scares some people off because you saw you know, the Giants have jumped up and played decently in spots where you didn't think they would. I don't think this is one of those weeks. I think Lamar Jackson, I feel like they're starting to get on a roll here. I like Baltimore to
2: you know, really come out and score some points on offense. If Baltimore was to win out, what that puts them at 11 wins, they can miss the playoffs still. If the Killers were to win yeah. today and then a few other things pan out, that Dolphins win, it just everything the way things fell out, they can miss the playoffs. It's an, unbelievable, right? It really is. They're nine and a half point
3: favorites and they're at home. Do you think they, they cover that number? I
2: think this is a house call. I think they, they call the score, they go ahead and beat them. This is one of those where it's, you know, 38 to 17 or something. Okay. J.K. Dobbins, are you starting him this week? If you're going to start anybody from that backfield, I think that that's him, Andrews as well. I like him to get open. Those those 35 points that I'm talking about, they got to come from somewhere. I do think that Lamar gets probably two of them through his through his legs. Where do the other ones come from?
3: And I think, you know, the Giants are getting some of their corners back healthy this week. I've had a lot of questions about Hollywood Brown. You know, he's been banged up, but it looks like he got a practice in. He's either on Thursday or Friday, so it looks like he's good to go. I mean, as a number 3 receiver, would you take a shot on Hollywood Brown?
2: He'll have, I guess, Bradbury
3: on him. Yeah, he's uh, back. Yeah, uh, it's a tough matchup. It's
2: tough, and like you said, it's he, just those are one of those under-owned guys, though. Not How we're talking about him, and you think about it, and you're in DFS. You don't have to think about it that much. You have other options. You're like, yeah, yeah, forget him. So just using that that thought, you can maybe throw him in, and all he needs to do pay you off is one or two big ones, and that's what
3: he does, right? If you're gonna throw a hail mary as far as a fantasy start, you want a guy that could catch a deep touchdown and pay off for you, so. You know, if you're desperate and you need some upside, Hollywood Brown might be a, a guy to play this week. Um, anybody on the Giants you're interested in? I'm really not.
2: I'm really not. Not at all. I'm, I'm staying away from him.
3: Okay, then let's get back to this Atlanta-Kansas City game. We touched on it just a little bit. We kind of think the Chiefs are going to come out and put it on him early in this game. I mean, I guess you're starting
2: all your guys. The, the big guy I haven't asked you about is Le'Veon Bell. What do you do with him this week? I'm not sure. I guess we got to try to think of what the – the 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 frame of thought is for the Chiefs. Is it let's go ahead and split this up and not get on hurt, or do we go with 15 touches like they did last week? Maybe get them right around that 20 mark. Get them acclimated. Get them get them confident, and then they win, lock things up, and then next week they're basically off. I think that's gonna be it. Let's go ahead and get everybody right. Let's go up, throw 40 points up, and then we could rest next week when we got everything locked up. I'm with you. The- <laughs> The one thing I think of with this
3: matchup is, you know, Leonard Fournette had a really nice game against the Falcons last week, but it was mostly just because he scored twice. You know, his rushing total wasn't great, and that's why we didn't push him hard on the show. I mean, he had like fifteen carries for like forty yards or something. It was terrible. But he got two, you know, a little I think Mike Evans went out of bounds at like the one yard line and, and he had a couple chances to punch it in. Do you get any sense of, of who the goal line guy is for the Chiefs? Is it Bell? Is it Williams?
2: I have no clue. Yeah. I have that's what scares me about it because to get to take that chance on one of them as far as you you need to get that extra. You need to have that known in your head, okay, I'm gonna get these touches inside the 10, inside yeah. the five. I don't know who gets him there, but then also can you get Le'Veon Bell involved in the passing game and, they and better? Yeah, that's what he was great at. That's what used to separate him from other guys. If they can get that going, it's on. Let me ask you this: You know, you watched him for years with the Steelers. I don't see quite the same juice when he runs anymore. Do you? No, he used to be. It was he was so patient. He would wait, and he would almost sometimes put his arm on the back of of the lead blocker, yeah. and then he would patient, 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 and then that first get that first juice. It would get him to the second level, if that makes sense. He would always be yeah. able to surpass that using his his patience. Boom, he makes his move. He's in the second level, and then he wouldn't get hit. He knew how to absorb hits. You never saw Le'Veon Bell just getting whacked. Bow! You never saw that. He would yeah. always, like, fall out of bounds, kind of. And then all of a sudden, he'd get up and drop the ball first down. And that's what he was. Then you started seeing them line him up in the, in the slot and put him in motion pre-snap. And then just that's who he is, a 400-touch guy. To see him take such a step back is just crazy to me because you know it's there. You see it with Antonio Brown. Those Steelers, they had it there in place, and I'm going to burn this hat on the way home.
3: No, and I think the tough thing to figure out with Andy Reid, is he going to play it careful with Le'Veon Bell because edwards Zilair's banged up and they're going to have some time off here coming up? Or is he like, hey, let's get Le'Veon some snaps in this offense. Let's get him more comfortable since – Edward, you know Edward Elair is out. Let's get Levy uncomfortable with this offense.
2: Well, that's exactly what happened when the Tampa Bay game. Because whenever you have Ronald Jones out, which was a starter, remember Fournette with a healthy scratch, then Fournette goes off, but then they're thinking, man, if we get Fournette, he's probably our starter right now. If we get him hurt in a blowout game, what does that do for us? We're already got Vaughn. You're in. Yes. And then Vaughn just started carrying everything, Unfortunately, from my DraftKings or my FanDuel teams, but that's what happened. Maybe that same thought process go here. Think of it like. Well, this is our guy now. You are the, the in guy. Well, do we need to in a game that's 10 and a half points? Enough is enough. Maybe we're up 17 and we say, let's get out of here. Or if it's a, a a good game going back and forth, does it become of Le'Veon, we need you. So it, yeah. that's what needs to lead you to your whatever you ultimately go with. I
3: like that. Let's look on the other side of the football here. A lot of people are going to be on Calvin Ridley for obvious reasons. The world is going to be on yeah, Calvin I mean, Ridley. It, you know, I was thinking on the way when I was driving. He reminds me of Marvin Harrison a little bit. You know, he's just really smooth, and, you know, he's slender, but he's about six feet tall. He he reminds me a little bit of Marvin Harrison. What do we think about the other receiver, though? A lot of people like Russell Gage. He's been quietly pretty good for them. No Julio. Is is he a guy you would maybe consider, you know, a cheap option?
2: You can go Gage here around that 5,800, 6,000 mark and deviate off of everyone that's on Ridley because if Ridley, Ridley at the way he's going to be owned at 25 to 30%, He's going to have to score, you know, 25 to 28 points yeah, that just yeah. that, to to make it to where you're thinking, okay, that was worth it. While Gage can score you a touchdown, get you 80 yards, five receptions, and now you got 17 or 19 points, you saved 3,000 and you gained edge. Now, I'm with you. It looks like the
3: uh the spread now is at 11. You know, Chiefs are at home. I, I don't think the Falcons are going to show up, but I don't know, 11 seems like a lot. I
2: don't know if I'm going to lay the eleven. It does seem a little bit much, but again, I think maybe like we said, if, if we're going to if we're comfortable taking eleven, then that means that we're comfortable taking maybe first half yeah. because the Chiefs come out swinging. Maybe go ahead and take that route, or or maybe in game bet it because if there's only one place to in game bet at, and that is at mybookie.ag. Why do I tell you that? Because that's what they offer you. They offer you the best lines, the best customer service, and all the prop bets that you can possibly imagine. You hear the Flexi segment. There's a lot of goodness filled in those few minutes. Go ahead and get over to MyBookie in case you don't want to bet the sides or you don't want to bet the totals. And you say, I just like betting on individual players. That's what you do. I want to bet that teaser you talked about, Jerry. I don't want the 11 points on the Chiefs. I'd rather have them at one. What was those three that you said? Was it the Ravens? Yeah, I'll take them as well. Go over to MyBookie.ag and take advantage of that using promo code RADIO. You go over there, right, and I'm going to give you another one. Go ahead and take Eagles minus three and take the over in that game. Like I told you earlier, whenever I was breaking that game down, I got it 27-24. That would make the Eagles cover, and that would make that game go over. That's somewhat of a little correlated parlay, and I'm giving you that here on Moneyline. Go over to mybookie.ag, promo code radio, and get to winning. You win, you play, they pay. My MyBookie.
0: When it comes to sports betting, SportsMapBets.com is the site you need. From weekly betting guides to single-game breakdowns of the point spread, money line, over, under, and more, SportsMapBets has all the info you need to make the best play. SportsMapBets.com. is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5.
1: And on ESPN
0: 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bow and Josh Jordan.
2: Welcome back to Moneyline. We have two segments left before you start your, or I guess it's already started before you try to chase down a score or maybe you try to withhold your lead because that's what we are now. After today, after tomorrow's slates, it's over.
3: It is. And man, it. <laughs> I miss it. But that, that's OK. We'll, we'll transfer over. We'll do DFS all next week. We'll hit that hard. And there are some people that do have their finals in week 17. I don't know why, but some leagues do it that way. And here's one guy that a lot of people are going to have questions about this week. It's the Super Bowl. He's been one of your best players all year, but lately not the best. And it's a tough matchup. Russell Wilson, Jerry, what do you do
2: with him this week? He's playing the Rams, at least, at least Seattle's at home, but a lot of people are benching him. It's such a tough matchup, right? Like, how, how far have we come from, from let Russ cook? Yeah. What happened to that? And then you ask yourself, what do I do with him today? If you look at the last two matchups that these teams have played, they've held Wilson in check. If you look at the other two, though, so if you go back four, the the last two, low scoring. The other two, though, was those two shootouts. It was like, like a 35-31, 33-31. If you can get lucky and say the Rams push the envelope and the Rams have success, which they could easily have success over that defense, and then Russ has to chase, that can lead you to where you want to be. If you believe that that can happen, then you can find a lot of fantasy goodness there because we're not going to say the Rams are just unbeatable. They can be beat, especially Russell. That defense, that offense can beat anybody on any given day when they're clicking. Let's get real about that. What if they're chasing? What if they have to play from behind? Then you can get it. Man, you got to think the Rams are going to be
3: PO'd this week after losing to the Jets. You know what I mean? Like ugh, They're going to be angry. What about Jalen Ramsey? Probably going to be on DK Metcalf, right? Yeah, definitely. So, you know, that's why... You know, you got this far with DK Metcalf. It's pretty tough to try and bench him in your Super Bowl. You know, I I I don't think you do that. I think you just lower your expectations.
2: But maybe
3: Tyler Lockett. Do you think maybe you know he's been real quiet lately? Maybe this is the week he jumps up.
2: Everything took a step back from that offense, man. Whenever Russ did that whole with the whole play calling, and so I'm not going to say it's only him, but it was a mixture of things. It was it was him throwing a, a, getting turnover prone he was doing that and then their defense being so bad that their offense was so good that they were scoring so fast that they was putting their worst part of their off or their team vulnerable it was leaving them out to okay well we can punch you in the head but then you're going to come right back and at this point it becomes of who gets ball last or or if we make one mistake in the fourth then it's over it's just it became to where they said we don't need to be all this we can try to switch gears and play it within the game script and that's what they've been doing but i don't know what they try to do today I got to ask you this. You know, Cam Akers gets hurt last week. He was
3: a guy that I picked up and started in my fantasy playoffs and he came through great until he got hurt. Now, Daryl Henderson, if if you're desperate for a running back, do you take a shot with him?
2: That's the guy today, man. Um, you just, if they continue the way they were calling plays, then it's got to be him. It's He's going to have a big game and it's going to be under owned. It would have to be him. He has the, Perfect matchup, the perfect spot to fill. Cam Akers laid out the groundwork. If they play to who they are and this game stays within the script, he's going to go off. He is. You know what's tough is Cam
3: got hurt last week, Cam Akers that is, and Henderson had two touches against the Jets last week. So it it is kind of hard to know what the Rams are going to do at running back. It had been like that all year until Cam Akers took off, and then we finally knew who the guy was. You know, now it's it's tough. What about their receivers, Robert Woods?
2: Someone's going off. Who so, is it? Yeah, who's it going to be? The Cooper Cup? Oh, man, I I, I get, I'm thinking it's a Woods week, okay. and, and that's someone's going to go off within that defense. There's that's why I kind of like Wilson to be able to have to chase it because I think that the Rams are going to have success. I do, I do. I think that they can score somewhere around twenty-seven points. And if that's the case then you got Russ over here chasing and Russ is going to have to chase 24 27 30 points. That puts you right there where you need to be. I think that there's hidden fantasy goodness within this game if you can just like you said if you can hit it which one because it's it's hard which which of the Seattle receivers, which of the Rams receivers. It's not just as simple as oh well, Calvin Ridley is on the on the Falcon. Which one of those two guys cuz on any given day it could be either one. It could what how much
3: do you like the Rams? because Seattle's only favored by a point and Seattle's at home. I mean, do you think the Rams could show up and win this football game?
2: <sighs> the Rams are the better team. they are this they should win this game. but I say that loosely the, the this the Seahawks have to win this, you know what I mean this is again, this is such a game that's why that spread is what it is. And then late in the in the season, seeing each other again, it's just so many narratives to this game that you ask. That's why I went back and looked at. Okay, let's see the last four times they play. A lot of things are still in place: coaches, quarterbacks. And that's what I found. The last two, it was real low scoring. Uh, Russell struggled. Goff got his. Not that much pressure on him. And then on the other two before that, though, it was, it was in the 60s. Both of them got 60 points. So I, I'm confused. I don't know which one it's going to be. Did the Rams find something that works for them, and then this is who they're going to be, and they're going to try to take it out of Russell's hands? Or, or do they not care, and they see what we see, and they're saying, we're just going to keep scoring on them, and our defense is so good that we'll play that game with you. We can score, and we rely on our defense. Yeah, I, I think the line is where it is because at the end of the
3: day, would you rather have Russell Wilson or, or Jared Goff? And he's coming off of one of his golf performances. I mean, he was terrible last week, so you got to think he improves this week. So, yeah, this one's tricky. The total's 47-and-a-half, so, that, you know, it's, there'll be some points scored in this, but Jerry's right. It's just picking which one of these receivers is going to get his. That's going to be the challenge in this game. All right, let's move on quickly. We actually don't have that many games to talk about, so we can go a little more in-depth this week, so I'm excited about that. What about this Tennessee-Green Bay game? We haven't talked about this at all. Packers only favored by a field goal at home. That that feels like a play I could get behind.
2: Man, it's... Points... Was the first thing that came off the pace to me, and then I looked and it was fifty-seven, and I'm like, okay, well, never mind. Let me wait, you know. Mm-hmm. And then now I look and it's fifty-four. Yeah. So then I said, why is that? So then I went and looked at the weather. It's not that bad though. Fifteen. To, it says ten to fifteen winds sustained, gusts sometimes above to twenty-five. More early during the game, but then you look and you say, I'm not scared of snow with Aaron Rodgers, right? I'm not. I've seen this story before. So what holds me back here? The only thing would be extended long drives from the ground game. But you know that you can run against Green Bay. So what if at one point Tennessee says, man, we're going to run this and we're going to extend these drives and make them long to keep that Packers offense off the field because our our defense sucks as well. If they choose to let off the gas and press it, then you're playing with fire because then you're saying, man, if they, if they choose. Because you know the Titans want to go no huddle. They could go down there. They're the highest scoring team right now. I mean, believe it or not, that's who's been going off the second half of the season. So they can hit the gas as well and go, all right, we'll go punch. But they also got the break, which the running back, and they can put a stop to everything and say, we're going to move this change and we're going to keep you off the field. That's the only thing that scares me chasing that. But anytime you give me Green Bay at home three points, I'm taking
3: it. I I know. I'm with you. I'm on the Packers here, too. You know, we were all over Aaron Jones last week, and, and he had a big game. Derek Henry's just been unbelievable. Obviously, you're excited about starting him, and Jerry hit on it. Packers not very good against the run. What about guys like you know AJ Brown? He's been really good for fantasy owners, but this
2: is a tough matchup against Green Bay. It's tough. I mean, it, but points are coming from somewhere. Again, when they let, set out that 57, they set it out with weather and everything aside, obviously. But there's 57 points that they were trying to get you to count for. Where do you get those 57? I mean, is is Henry going to have all those touchdowns? Probably not. Someone's going to be able to throw. What if the Packers come out and hit him in the head for 14 real quick, 17 points? Now Tannehill's throwing. Then it's probably going to Brown.
3: You're right. I worry that Jair Alexander might be on Brown in the slot. So I'm, I'm hoping it's not a Corey Davis game because I'm playing him this week. Just a little selfish thing for me right there. But, no, I mean, I think you start all your Packers. Devontae Adams, I might pay up for him this week. I think I mean the Titans are not good in the secondary.
2: No, this is a blow up spot for them, and and I just that's why I love the Packers so much because I, yeah, Tennessee will be able to score at at, at their moments too, but at, at one point or another, I think that there'll be consecutive scores. There's there's a quick two touchdowns, and then boom, halftime, and then they get the ball back. And another and then before you know it, thirteen points. But then that plays into Tannehill and all the Titans pass catchers because I do think they they play from behind. This is one of those
3: games when I'm trying to handicap. I'm, I'm asking myself. How good is the AFC South? How good is the Texans division? You know, we, we've seen the Texans play with the Titans. The, you know, that was a, a real close game. We've seen the Texans, you know, lose to the Colts on the last play of the game a couple times. So, I don't know if the AFC South is is that great. You know, I think maybe the Packers are just a much better football team.
2: Yeah, no, I like them. I mean, what has changed from the Packers from last year though to the right now where we are? Because remember, last year going into the playoffs, many said that they were a they were fortunate because of strength of schedule, and that they were not believers in that team. Do you feel better about the Packers team today, where they are, as to last year? Because I do, for whatever reason. Way better
3: because Aaron Rodgers is an MVP again. You know what I mean? He's, yeah. He's arguably the best player in the league this year. He he had a down year last year.
2: Yeah, I feel I feel like he's back now to where you you, you fear him and you're thinking, and not that you ever just stop, but he used to be every year shoe in top three fantasy guy consecutively every year, and now it's like. Mm, you get a little scared, you know?
3: No doubt about it. All right, before we get to break, let's quickly get this Buffalo-New England game in here. Man, Josh Allen, nobody likes playing him in fantasy. He's been fantastic, but, man, if there's ever a coach that can slow down a hot quarterback, sometimes it's, it seems to be Bill Belichick. Even when his team's not that good, he finds some way to to scheme it up and, and slow these guys down. Diggs was a little banged up after he, you know, he finished the game last week, but he practiced this week. He's going to play. What do you think here? Are the Bills just wipe the floor with them,
2: Are the Patriots mentally done? Are they checked out? Like, like, is it done? It feels. Is like the it. Cam Newton experiment done?
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. time to move on for them. It's. It's like uh, they're gonna try and get a get maybe try and go after a veteran or get Zach Wilson or something. I would think from BYU, it's over for Cam.
2: How about these Bills though, man? It's how important is this game because it's so close up there in the AFC that. You lose, Steelers win, uh, Titans win, you know, before you know it, that two spot's still up there. It is. And
3: I just, the Bills are better than I was giving them credit for. I have to put that out there too. And the win that the Texans had beating them in the playoffs last year, it's more impressive to me now seeing, you know, Josh Allen's a good quarterback, man. He really is. I think the Patriots. It, this is great, right? You see Tom Brady already locking up a playoff spot, and you see what the Patriots have become without him. It, it makes me happy because I'm not a big Belichick guy.
2: You are more in Brady's corner. Yeah,
3: I, I just I think he's a jerk. Don't get me wrong. I think Belichick's a great coach and everything, but. I mean, it's Tom Brady. That's why he won all those You've always been a Tom Brady
1: guy as long as I've known you.
3: Yeah, I mean, it was really that Super Bowl against the Falcons. That was all him. Yeah, 28-3. to And that's when I said, I'm never betting against this dude again. I'm just not doing it. So, yeah, I, I believe the Magic has been more Brady than Belichick. And, you know, with the Bills, that's a good football team right there. And, you know, we talk about the Chiefs that just throw it all over the yard. The Bills do, too. They don't run the ball hardly
2: at all. Man, whoever gets Dable, that, yeah. How, how much did he make the, I mean, uh, how much does he have to do with the improvement of Allen? I, I don't know. I'm not going to say I don't know if he doesn't improve, if he doesn't have Dable, but we know one thing that he did improve. And all those speculations that he couldn't make certain throws, but then he had a lot of arms straight. All of that's out. He, it, he, he is perfect to me. Not perfect as far as the best quarterback out there, but perfect for that system right now. Yes. No, he's. And with adding digs, I mean, that's made all the difference, too. One segment left. We got to get you on some winners. We got to get you on the right side of fantasy plays. Moneyline, ESPN 97.5.
0: answer that. To call into the HRNP listener line, dial 713-780-ESPN. ACA could be tweaked, reformed, or repealed in the future. But for now, employers must comply. Visit hrp.net for help. This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5.
1: And on ESPN 92.5.
0: Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bo and Josh Jordan.
2: Welcome back to Moneyline. It's the last segment. 14 minutes to kick off. 14 minutes till you figure out, the heck am I doing? I need to catch these points. I need touchdowns. I need more points. or I need more scoring to catch these totals. Let's get to the last of whatever we have. And then any finishing thoughts and then we'll put our name on something because that's what we do here on Monday Line ESPN 975.
3: Yeah, if you have something you need to come through this week, you know, give us a call. We'll, we'll talk about it 713-780-3776. You know, if maybe you're you faced Alvin Kamara and Tom Brady and you are down a lot of points you know, maybe you need Miles Sanders to come through with 40 points for you today. If you need something like that, feel free to hit us up. Let us know. 713-780-3776. Quickly, I just want to go back over some of the guys we like. We like Hertz. I like Trubisky this week. I think he's going to come through. And that that makes you sick at your stomach saying, I like Mitchell Trubisky this week. You know what I mean? But. He's playing the Jags, guys. This is
2: definitely a week to get him in your lineup. How much do you like Mitchell Trubisky? I'm going to plug him in right now to this $250 lineup, Josh. Mitchell Trubisky, who do we pair him with? Man, I like like Montgomery and Allen Robinson. Say no more. Let's get over to the HRMP listener line. Okay, they hung up. No more fantasy questions. If you want to put your name on something, 713-780-3776. Don't be scared if you got something that you're hoping for saying, hey, I just need to get this out there. I need to get this off my chest. David Johnson, run for four touchdowns and 200 yards, run like the wind. Hey, we're here for that. We are, and David Johnson's a guy that I would be
3: all over this week to start. If there's ever a week to start him, this is a great matchup against Cincinnati. I think they're going to have to lean on him a little bit, so I would get him in my lineup quickly i saw urban myers being considered for a few of these coaching jobs with the jags and
2: one other team i saw would you have any interest in that i guess it depends what team are you is it a team that you you would take a chance on a guy like this is it a team that already has pieces in in place you know and then you're like oh yeah we just put this mastermind Mm -hmm. in here or is a team that's in real bad position from the top up from like the texans i don't think that that would be good here i don't think that that would be great at all and I mean, I don't know what his game translates to the other level. A lot of people like to, oh, yeah, Dabo and and Watson? Yeah, for sure. Dabo's got to learn how to talk to these men. You know, these aren't boys. You know, it's a a whole different game. You don't think Saban didn't try to make it in the NFL. It's a whole different game.
3: It it really is. But I like it better than one of these retread guys. You know, Marvin Lewis or Jim Caldwell. Man, I heard those two. Yeah, I know. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, interview them and talk to them. See what they think. But... I want to see something new. You know, get me
2: a coach in here that I haven't seen before. Uh-oh, that's the sound of the alarms, and we have people on the line to put their name on something. They have something they wish for. Adrian, you're up first. What's going on, Adrian?
0: What's going on, fellas? Hey. Uh, quick question. I got
2: Trubisky or Russell Wilson, and also T.Y. Hilton or Claypool? Uh,
3: I, think, I think I would go T.Y. there. It's so tough to trust those Steelers I'm in right Ty. Now. And then the other one was Trubisky and, and Russell Wilson, right? God, I, the numbers say go with Trubisky. He's playing the Jags. and I mean, this is a trend that goes back like 10 weeks with playing the Jags. is They give up about 300 yards and two or three touchdowns to everybody. But I, I get it. I have some trepidation starting Russell Wilson. What do you think, Jerry? I'd lean towards Trubisky.
2: I mean, I know – I know the fear that he has in his voice, saying, "Man, if I start Trubisky over Russell Wilson and I lose, what do I do with my life?" Yeah, I know, right. You know, that's that's the sound he had to his voice. But uh, tri- Trubisky against an unmotivated Jacksonville—I mean, even even okay, what's what's um, obviously what's Russell Wilson's best game he can have? Five touchdowns, yeah. But okay, against that defense, two, three, three touchdowns max, let's say two, and then X amount of. Trubisky could get two touchdowns easy in a bad game against that defense. Three touchdowns
3: easy. I agree. This is going to be kind of weird, but I think Trubisky is safer. But you could always get that blow-up Russell Wilson game where he does give you three or four touchdowns. But I think Trubisky is pretty safe to get you 300 yards and multiple touchdowns. So maybe kind of base, base your decision on do you need crazy upside or do you just need
2: your quarterback to come through for you, get you a couple scores, get you about 300 yards. Let's get over to the and on Yazir, I'm sorry if I made uh, I, I mispronounced that. You, you're you on. No, You're, you're good as y'all share. I had a two-part question. Uh, first one would be for my defense. I got the Bears and the Texans. Who should I start?
3: Man, just for me, I I think Chicago's a better defense. I I would go with them. I agree. What else
2: you got? Okay, and then my other one was for my flex and my running back. So right now I have Gibson and Hunt, and then on the bench I got Roby Anderson and J.D. McKissick. Uh, Give me the
3: other one, Hunt, and who was the other one?
2: Uh, Antonio Gibson. I have them starting. Okay. And then on my bench I have J.D. McKissick and – Robbie Anderson. I
3: think I'd probably leave it the way you have it. Don't you think Jerry?
2: I wouldn't change that at all. Yeah. No need to change that. And just, just, that's it. I mean, I was going to change it and I said, there's no read to, I think that his, it leaves his floor, not that low. And then his ceiling is, is where I think it should be. It doesn't, we're not gambling too much. Do you think Cheetah's going to have a big game today, even though he has that hamstring thing going on, but he's activated.
3: (sighs) I'll say this in daily. I might be a little worried about it, but if, if you know if it if it's a year long league and he's gotten me here i'm i'm going to keep starting him
2: same here yeah as for as for for year long i mean i don't think that they bring him out there if he's not anywhere close because it, this could be a lingering injury going into the playoffs i think they know where they're at and if it does it could happen early even in a blowout so yeah you got to fire him up man i could see him getting over the top he's the most expensive guy in dfs world and he's going to be highly owned so yeah go ahead and take him
3: yeah and all right Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. And when he's dinged up, he typically still produces. You know, he's one of those guys where he's often playing through, like, a lingering hamstring, and then he still comes through. So I think they're just being cautious with him. I don't think he's super injured or anything like that.
2: Cautious like they should be, though. I mean, I don't think they take that chance with him. That's what I like to think of. Like, why would they do this if they know that this could linger into the playoffs? I I just, It's not worth it. Yeah, but, you know, they
3: also have, you know, if they lock up that bye and then, you know, they have off next week too – I mean,
2: that's a long time for him to get healed up. This could be their buy. Uh, the, this yeah. this this sets up their buy. They can get a long time, and, and it gets back everybody. So I think that's why they throw up 35, 40 points today. No,
3: I, I do too. And let's stay with that game just a little bit. There are so many fantasy implications in that game. So let's get back to that one quickly. Le'Veon Bell, do you like him as a number two running back this week? I do. Okay. Tyreek Hill, seasonal league, you're starting him. Daily, do you feel good enough to start him?
2: I'm putting him in right now as we speak into this lineup right now, and I'm pairing him with I'm going Mahomes, Hill, Kelsey, and then I'm going cheap at running back on this particular one. Okay, I like that. What do you expect from
3: Mahomes today? We haven't talked about him.
2: I think he's going to rip it open. Atlanta is a pass funnel defense. They are surprisingly good against the run, but he's going to throw up points often. They're going to try to get, again if they, they could start the off the the bye weekend at halftime. They will. You know, they just they're going to try to score 21, 24 points in that first half. We've seen that trend where a lot of times the Chiefs actually
3: finish with the under on the total when they're at home, right?
2: Yeah, because they open up these leads, and then they let off the gas, and then sometimes they get back backdoored also. So that's something you got to be also afraid of whenever you uh, bet the Chiefs at a big spread. But just today, this particular situation, I think they know what they're up against. Like, it's all about exactly what we said. Let's get healthy, man. What can we do? Well, let's go ahead and beat them up today, and we can, we'll have extra time. Yeah, let's do that. I think that's the mentality.
3: I think so too, and and with the Le'Veon Bell point, I just I think he needs some some reps in this offense to get ready for the postseason. I mean you're not for sure if Clyde Edwards Elaer those high ankle sprains can be a real issue. You don't know for sure that he's going to be right when he returns. All right, I did want to hit this other game before we get out of here one more time. Steelers Colts,
2: what do you think? I'm going again with the Steelers. Like I said, I'm not not that. If I just feel like if this line moved like this ten times, then if if I would come out ahead, you know, I'd win. 55% of the yeah. time. It's just the line move. I'm, not, I'm leaving the teams aside, everything that I've seen, and just knowing, man, that market has completely dropped on the Steelers every single week, and we know how bad they were. We knew how bad they were when they, couldn't hardly, when they barely beat the Ravens. We knew whenever they beat uh, lost to Washington. We know. And then you're going to tell me, man, no, they're, they're this much worse. And then they're this much worse. Well, At one point, it's like, nah, you're over-exaggerating, and I think it's gotten to that point. This is a get-right spot. Let's put our name on something real quick before we get out of here.
3: All right, guys, let's do it. I guess I'll go first. I brought him up several times, and I'm going to hold my nose as I say it. David Johnson, I think he comes through this week for the Texans. A lot of catches. The Bengals aren't good. I like David Johnson this week. I'm putting my name on it.
2: I'm going to put my name on the over in Chargers Denver. I think that there's points there. I think that Herbert has a big game. And then I see Locke doing his thing, maybe giving the points away, but then also getting somewhere in the mid-20s, maybe 23, lower 20s. But I think that'll be just enough because I think the Chargers could score 28, 30 points. Over. That's what I'll put my name on. Trey, you got anything for the people?
1: Yeah, I'd like to put my name on Daryl Williams, the backup running back for the Chiefs to score a touchdown. It'll be a prop bet tonight. I think he's plus 350 to score a touchdown, so... I'm putting my name on that. That sounds like great value. Yeah, I I
2: like that as well. I like that. I like that, too. All right, well, you know what that is. It's time to get out of here. We sign off like this. Thank you for joining us every single Sunday. Good luck to you. You made it here. You're a winner in our books. Josh Jordan, Trey Campbell, Jerry Bonos with a Z. Peace!